I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the MVP Show. Today's guest is the man behind CRM Answers, Guido. He is an active member in the Microsoft community, has earned numerous badges for verified answers in Dynamics. And if you happen to have a European travel-related question, he's happy to answer that too. Full show notes for this episode can be found at nz365guide.com forward slash 82. Now, let's get on with the show. Well, welcome to the MVP show. I'm here with Guido. Guido, how are you? Hi, Mark. Uh, all okay. Thanks for having me in the show. Awesome. Good to have you on. Now, you're from Italy, um, but I see that you speak Chinese, English, as well as Italian. How come you know so many languages? I, I don't know so many languages, but, you know, I, I'm Italian, so I, I, speak, I speak Italian as well and uh, English professionally. And I kept some, I know some words of Chinese because my wife is Chinese, so... Wow. Okay. Okay. So very multicultural household. Yeah, I, I live it also in different countries. You know, I, I lived in Finland to also to work, and uh, I lived a couple of years also in China. So, so was it in China? I take it that you met your wife? Uh, no, I actually we met online, and after um, I went in China for three months, and she started to back to live in Italy, and after some years we married, and now we live in Italy. Wow, very nice, very nice. So what part of Italy, um, by the way, just just before I ask you what part of Italy you're from, um, it, do you know that Italy is my wife and my favorite country in the world? <laughs> yeah, well, we try and visit a new country every month at the moment, so uh, you, you might have some fierce competition. But anyhow, tell me where, where you're from. Yeah, I currently live in, in Bologna, uh, north of Italy. It's a nice city. It's considered the food capital of Italy. Um, one hour train from Milan. So, mm. and 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 when you say food capital, that's a pretty big claim for Italy because I, I would I think most um most cities in Italy would claim that they they've got the best food. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, many we have many regional foods, uh, but yeah, Bologna is considered the, the best one for at least the fatty one. <laughs> the the fatty one. Yeah. What do you What do you mean by that? Yeah, we have many in this area. We have many products like prosciutto, uh, mortadella, uh, tortellini. So it's not so much. It's not so. Uh, it's not so health food, maybe. Okay. You know, uh, but you know, very tasty. Okay. So, so what's your favorite favorite homemade dish? Uh, my the, the, my favorite homemade dish is the one that cooked my mother, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, in Polonia, I think uh, tortellini is the best pick. Is that right? So it's, the thing is, is that um, I'll confess something to you here. I'm, I've never been a big pasta fan. Because you didn't eat the right pasta yet. Yeah, I think it must be that, eh? As in just growing up, the way my mum cooked pasta, which was in New Zealand, was just uh, horrible. And so I don't think it gave me a good impression. 
uh, you should you should visit me and do a pasta tour here. Yes, that's now that's a great idea. Um, and I tell you, my wife will be very keen to come back come back uh, to Italy again. Um, we're thinking actually of going to the south of Italy because uh, we've done quite a bit of the north of Italy. You know, I, we missed you last time, but uh, you're now convincing me to go back to north Italy. Yeah, I mean, I'm originally from south Italy because I I live in Bologna because I I I completed my university there here. So and after I decided to go and live there, but I'm actually from Apulia, uh, so, uh, the hill of Italy, is said. Uh, yeah, different region, different tradition. Uh, but yeah, I mean, all Italy for tourism is very nice. Oh, wow. It sounds so good. And so be, be, besides having the best food now in Italy, what other kind of attractions or things would you recommend for people visiting um, your region? Uh, my homeland region in South is very famous for the sea. I mean, we have uh, very nice places to to enjoy the summer. You know, I'm not a mountain guy, so I, I don't know how to ski or snowboarding because you know, I just swim and uh, lay down the beach and uh, some bathing. <laughs> that is the most fun. Uh, yeah, I have also some uh, very famous history uh, places, art, you know, for um, museum and this kind of thing. So it's... Uh, not not only just enjoy the summer, but also for cultural things, it's very good. So I know that you're very active in the community. Can you tell us a bit about um, the newsletter that you have? Uh, yeah, um, from more than one year now, I I run a newsletter. It's called the Dynamics Weekly. Uh, practically, I every week, every Monday, I send one email to my subscriber. And where I highlight the content related to dynamics, customer engagement, uh, and these days also power ups. Um, where I like this content, uh, I try to pick up the most inter- interesting content that um, uh, appeared in the previous week. So um, I, I want to focus on the most recent content and I separate them by articles or by for tools, code, videos, or podcasts. And, some other articles that maybe my audience can find, can find interesting. Yeah, excellent. So, how long has that been running? Uh, I started December two thousand seventeen, if I remember correctly. So, one year and a couple of months now. Okay, okay. It's been going a while. It's been going yeah, a while. Nearly four hundred subscribers. Wow, it's uh, a good number. That's very good. That's very good. And it's 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 at dynamicsweekly dot com. Is that right? Exactly, yeah. People can go there, they can subscribe for free, and uh, the website also lists the previous issues, so people can find what has been appeared in the previous weeks. Um, yeah, it's a, I, I think it's a good way to keep yourself updated on the latest news. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. So tell me a bit about um, your other type of involvement in the community. What other things are you doing? Yeah, uh, in the past years, I was more active in the Dynamics Community Forums uh, and, you know, replaying questions and uh, uh, give some suggestion of what the people, how can try to help be a bit of helpful for what they need. And uh, the same also on Stack Overflow, uh, that is a more developer-focused website than Dynamics Community. Uh, recently, I also did a couple of, um, I joined some uh, two 365 Saturday events 
where I was a speaker, uh, one in London and one in, we did one in Milan in Italy. And uh, there I did a couple of session uh, developer stuff. So. <laughs> so, so, so just drill into that a bit. What type of sessions did you focus on? It was developer, but what area? This way, this time was about scripting, uh, JavaScript side, uh, client side, you know, the new web API available for, uh, in the new uh, V9 version and the XRM web space that namespace that can uh, interact with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And so did you deliver the same session in Milan as you did in London? Uh, yeah, I make uh, small changes to the one of um, Milan because it was a bit longer the time in Milan. So, you know, I, I focused also on the comparison between business rule and previous uh, JavaScript uh, uh, styles. So, so tell us a bit about your career and kind of um, who you work for as in, because you don't actually work directly for a company in Italy. Is that right? Are you working for one of a, a Nordic um, type country? Yeah, I'm an employee of um, a, com- a Finnish company called uh, eCraft. Um, I work there from uh, six years now. And yeah, the, but the last five years I work remotely for them. Okay, so you used to live there and then you work remotely when you went back to Italy. Yeah, uh, practically my career in Dynamics World started back in 2010. And I worked a couple of years for one um, Italian uh, Microsoft partner. And uh, after these two years, I decided to do um, an experience outside Italy. And I sent my um, CV around and uh, uh, did a couple of interviews and uh, ended up uh, being hired by this uh, Finnish partner. Uh, so I moved uh, to Finland to live with, uh, with my wife. Yeah, just the two of us. And, uh, you know, I arrived there in December in Finland, uh, uh, snow everywhere. Uh, it was a nice experience. So, but after one year, uh, uh, we decided to live back in Italy. And uh, um, with my employer, we got an agreement to start to work remotely. Uh, and I continued to work from that time. Yeah. So do you find you're more productive working remotely or you're more productive working in the office? Uh, really depends the mood because sometimes I, I miss the office, you know, uh, having co-worker around. Uh, uh, but sometimes I, I can focus better if, I, if I'm, I'm alone in my studio, uh, focusing on that. It depends really the mood of the day. Sometimes you are more in the people mood or sometimes you would just want to stay alone and uh, be more productive. So, so I'm interested to explore this a little further. How do you, how do you stay productive and how do you stay motivated, um, you know, from day to day when you're working um, remotely, if if you like by yourself, I assume, how do you stay motivated? Yeah. The, the, the most important things uh, for me is uh, to reduce the um, the distractions. That, that is very important. You, you need to have that three or four hours to be focused just on your work. And uh, um, maybe I close my phone, uh, close my door. I, I, I recently changed apartment and I make also one switch on the uh, ring from the outside so I can actually switch the ring. So if someone rings my door, they, there is no noisy. Ah, so, so you just, you just ignore them. 
Yeah, yeah, I don't hear the noise. I don't hear the ring when uh, when I flip this button. So, what about if it's Amazon making a delivery? Uh, they they can go another day, <laughs> or I just got it to. I mostly often ship to a delivery point. Ah, yes, yes, and yeah, you pick but, it up. Yeah, yeah, but sometimes not possible. So in the days I need to keep my switch uh, on the ring open. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and so what about how you work, you know, remotely? Do you have a daily call in um to the head office or um or just every couple of days? How how do you maintain contact in that respect? Uh with my team lead I keep a con a weekly normally a weekly meeting and just about what I'm doing, if I have enough work, uh, uh the project situation. And uh, between the projects, so maybe I will interact daily with my project manager or the consultant that are working on different projects. Okay, that's interesting. That's interesting. Um, you know, I work um, remotely myself or work from home, and I do find it um, it's one of those things to, you know, stay motivated and stay um you know, distraction free, as you say, I, I'm probably known to have so much issue with distractions. Mine's more about being motivated to get up and, you know, do what I need to do for that day. Um, do you ever have motivation problems or, or do you find you're, you're pretty motivated each day? I have a very flexible schedule. I mean, I, I don't need to get up every day at starting at eight o'clock. So I can start half past eight, nine, half past nine. So uh, this give me the freedom to organize my other schedule. And okay, I know that for today I need to work that that amount of hours. So I can arrange my schedule to start before or later based on that. And of course, I need to keep some hours to be in the same working time with my coworker. So it means I, I can't work on the night, for example. Uh, but, I mean, during the daytime that, you know, from 8 a.m. to 4 or 5 p.m., I can arrange my hours and uh, I, I can keep motivated during that hours. So what do you do when you're not doing um, work, though? Like, um, do you have any other blog interests or anything else that you do outside of working? Uh, recently, I don't have mm, too many hobbies. Uh, but I I booked one smart TV, uh, and I end up uh, before I thought that I was not using the smart part of the TV functionality, but I ended up actually watching many YouTube videos recently, and uh, you know there there are very good content of YouTube uh, documentaries, uh, um, history videos, and uh, some content is very interesting. And, you know, recently I ended up watching <laughs> YouTube videos regarding, you know, how the, um, uh, the history of uh, Ford Model T, for example, or the yesterday I was watching a video about the geography of the USA and the 50 states. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. You know, I've just, just been traveling into the various countries I go to. I often go to YouTube and then, you know, you can find these one hour, one hour, one and a half hour type documentaries. They're not trying to sell you anything, but they're just, you know, talking about their, you know, whether it's history or something like that. Often I'm fighting with Europe a lot on the Second World War and how it affected different countries. So... It's very good. I agree. What else do you do with, from a um, with your smart TV though? So you're obviously streaming um, content down to it. Um, have you done any of the? 
I know uh, Andrew Lee, uh, you know, one of the other MVPs from Australia, he's gone and set up a whole light rig that um, when the sound changes, um, all the lighting in his room or on his wall behind his screen changes as well um, in line with the, the, the music or the sound or anything. You've done anything like that? Uh, not connected to the TV, but I have some kind of uh, smart uh, house uh, uh, items, you know, some uh, doors, uh, uh, checking the doors if open or not, or some some lights for generally if you change the color. Uh, yeah, well, I, I try to keep at minimum. My wife doesn't like too much. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like the smart home stuff as well. It's very cool. So how did you become an MVP? You've been an MVP, what, about five years now, five or six years? Nearly five years, yeah. I was I was awarded the first time in January 2015. And uh, when the category still was dynamic CRM. Um, yeah, I was... I I I I think I was nominated because of my commitment to the Dynamics forums. Most I was very active then, and um, of course I have also my personal blog, uh, you know, where I write some technical articles. So, um, yeah, was very. I actually started to write on the community forums when I switched job uh, when I worked for this my current employer. Uh, because before I I was not so much um, present online, uh, and they hired me actually based you know we did the interview they see my CV but there there was no my online presence to corroborate what I was uh, what I written my CV so I also started to be on the forums and write to demonstrate myself and also to my employer that I was capable also what uh, they hired me and so do do you feel that now like whether it's your forum contributions or your blog posts etc do do you think that adds to your career profile yeah definitely yeah. it was a great help to um, replace forums because uh, you in your daily job you have you know that two three customers and maybe uh, for example these days I'm I mostly write server side code uh, plugins and uh, uh, custom workflow activity integration uh, but I don't do too many uh, client side customization so when I go to the forums and I see the questions. Uh, about something that I don't do daily is, is very helpful also for me because I can refresh my knowledge. I can say, okay, this is the problem. How can I, how I will figure out this if happened to me, this problem? So that's interesting. So what do you think has been your most, um, if you like, the hardest thing you've had to do in, in dynamics from a developer perspective, or not the hardest, let's say the most challenging that took, you know, a lot of research um, and uh, to ultimately producing whatever you produced? Probably is the one plugin I developed recently for um, a project involving field service. Uh, field service is a complex product and uh, it has a lot of um, uh, entities connected and uh, you really need to to know the how field service work and uh, what it does it does not automatically and uh, when the customer asks you to change some behavior of field service uh, uh, you need to be very careful what you are doing 
So yeah, writing this set of plugins that I wrote for this customer was a bit challenging for myself because also I didn't face uh, um, field service too much before. So was this uh, we have this big project, a lot of plugins, and uh, was uh, a bit challenging for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So was it challenging just because you didn't have the um, pre-existing experience on field service, therefore knowing? you know, uh, if you like, what you could interact with or was it something else? Yeah, I, I think it was my previous experience with the field service was not uh, uh, enough tech, from the technical part or point of view for this project. I mean, I, I knew what field service is, what it does and uh, uh, the basic functionalities, but when you enter in the magic world of plugins, it is another piece of the case so what do you expect is going to change in that whole plugin arena and and what you're seeing that microsoft's changing with the power platform do you see that you know there's going to it's going to become much more configuration based you know intensive use of flow or do you see that plugins can really never go away with the uh, um with the power platform i think of course my kind of work will be uh lower and lower required i mean you can you can see day by day that now with the flow you can do you have more connector more possibility uh, that is the future um, i i cannot change that it is uh, is what we we are headed to and for some kind of requirement of course developing a plugin will be still required uh, but I don't see it as a problem. Mm, if the kind of um, work it is better to be implemented with Flow, I, in my opinion, uh, because you know you have a visual interface, you see how the connections are made, and some obscure plugin uh, put in the system that there is there are not so much visibility for other people. Um, I'm, I'm not worried for my work, but uh, I know that it still will be necessary. Uh, but uh, I kind of like all the power platform shape now. Yeah. So, what are you kind of learning next? As in, so you know, we we find in our career that we've got to constantly be learning new things. What's your kind of focus for the next period of time that you you want to add to your skill set when it comes to the power platform? Uh, definitely canvas apps uh, yeah i had not the time in the recent month to try out too much the canvas app to create some canvas apps and uh, i i know that they will become more and more important uh you know right now in preview you can add the uh, canvas apps inside the form and they will be uh, the substitute of what we created before with the web resource with HTML and JavaScript, you know, in some in some, ki- in some cases you can use a Canvas app instead, and uh, um, it, it's a nice way also for programming. Different approach, and I'm curious to to figure out what it can actually do. Have you have you looked at any of the kind of the new controls fa- framework, or you know, um, I think it's been referred to as Power Control Framework. It's been referred to as just the controls framework um pcf have you have you worked with any of that or looked at that closely i look at that uh, but you know it's still in preview and uh, it's hard to say when we can start actually to use that things in production 
Uh, uh, that is another kind of uh, customization that Microsoft is allowing us to use in the future uh, beside the web browsers and uh, Canvas app. So uh, I'm looking forward also to, to it. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Well, hey, it's been good talking to you. I've got a few quick fire questions for you okay. um, as, <laughs> as, as we wrap up. So first of all, the best purchase under $100 that you've ever made? Huh. Um, I think it's one uh, USB travel adapter that I bought some years ago. Uh, is uh, I think I paid around twenty five dollars, and you know, is um, it has the US, European, and UK plug. You can. Uh, it's very compact for USB. I take it. I take it everywhere I go. Uh, it's very convenient. Excellent. Can you send me a link to that? Because I always like to discover. Uh, new things, see if I can get it on Amazon. Um, okay. Okay. And I'm going to expand on this. What's the best purchase you've ever made on Amazon? Probably I one time I bought one SSD for my PC, uh, like 500G. I was able to pay just $20 for buying one offer. So it was very good, uh, very good deal at the time. Yeah, that, that's, that's very good. That's very good. If you could um, do your Dynamics career over again, was there anything that you would do differently? Everything. Everything? <laughs> <laughs> I already did this one. I already know this part. So uh, maybe I will face more the consultant and front customer side. Interesting. What Why? What leads you to say that? I already know what I, what it's been to be a developer. So behind the scenes to, to create what the people are actually asking for. Uh, it would be nice sometimes to go front face of the customer, you know, um, uh, create with, together with them the requirements, see what they actually uh, feel and need. Guido, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, if people want to contact you or connect with you, I know we've talked about dynamicsweekly.com, but are you on any of the other social channels? Yeah, I have my Twitter account, uh, that is um, at CRMAnswers, and my website is also www.crmanswers.net. And there is my email that is guido.plate uh, at gmail.com. Hey, thanks for listening. If you have questions about any of the episodes or of our guests, feel free to comment in the comment section. And if you enjoyed listening to our show, please hit any of the social media buttons, like, subscribe, share, that type of thing. It helps me so much to know whether my message is on point uh, and you're getting value from this. Remember, full show notes, you can visit nz365guide.com forward slash 82. See you next time.